This week on the Chairsoft to show, time for something a little bit different. The other week I was kindly invited by Graham, Sarah and Jim to partake in an episode rounding up NAF after the weekend's events um, on their show Airsoft Radio, which is a weekly live stream slash podcast that they've been running for a few months now. So after the music, the first voice you hear will be Graham. Uh, He will very much be leading this week's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Something a bit different, normal service, will be resumed next week on the Chairsofter Show. See you next time. Hit it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Airsoft Radio. Um, I'll be honest, it's been what's it been two weeks since we've done the show now. But yeah. We've had another week off as well on top of that. So recently, it's been crazy. I've kind of even forgotten everything I'm doing in the intros. So uh, it's time to kind of remember where I am, what we're I doing. I feel your pain, buddy. I feel your pain. <laughs> I already sound like I'm dying before we've uh, got there. But um, guys and girls, welcome to Airsoft Radio. It is your weekly Airsoft show, talking all things Airsoft, whether it's news, opinions, and just some general discussions. I'm Graham from Airsoft Nation, and with me, as always, are my two co-hosts. We have Platoon Jim, just here on my right. Good evening. And, of course, Sarah, a.k.a. Callsign Tacticwin, down there below me. Hello. And our special guest of the evening, the most famous one of the cast here, it is Andy <laughs> from the Chess of the Show. Welcome to the show, mate. What up, buddy? How's it going? <laughs> it's all good. I'll get through the intro here, hopefully, before the voice stops. Uh, I believe we are on now episode 21, around about there. We keep dropping it. But guys and girls, if it is your first time watching the show, welcome. We go live every single Monday at 8pm GMTV, GMTV? So GMT on YouTube and on Facebook. And if you are watching live right now, don't forget you can join in in the comments like so many of you here are already doing. Give us your opinion, throw in your thoughts on the discussion. It's going to be probably a a good debate today about airsoft and social events. It'll be really good to hear your opinion. And if you are also watching on the replay or listening to the podcast, don't forget you can definitely still either leave a comment on the show or drop an email afterwards. Um, and if you can't even watch live right now, don't forget there is that podcast on iTunes or your favorite Android podcasting platform. With that, let, let's get straight in on the show. Um, guys, it's very good to hear from so many people, actually. Chat is going absolutely mental, so I'll be putting that up there right now. Uh, Sarah, how are you recovering from the weekend? Um. Well, the older I get, the longer it takes to recover from <laughs> so so much. I think I've had my limit for the year in drink, but <laughs> no, um, no, it was good. It was yay, Brewdog. Um, but no, um, yeah, it was good. Um, I didn't end up playing in the end. I went with the intent to play, and it ended up just being a massive social for me. So. <laughs> yeah i didn't have any voice yesterday morning and i was like i need that mcdonald's let's get packed up <laughs> we need to go get that yeah. mcdonald's so the first one we came to was just 
I don't know which McDonald's you were at, but <laughs> I was at the first one. <laughs> I think we were at the second one, weren't we? Yeah, that's it. That was like, right, we just need to get off home. Uh, it was a long old one. Mm. Um, obviously, Andy, you were at the show as well. So uh, yeah. how are you feeling today? I'm good, mate. Do you know what? That is the nicest shower I've ever had in my life. <laughs> that weekend, it was so grim. <laughs> I got yeah. back yesterday, I was just like, I think like if I walk through the house, things are going to start sticking to me. It was that yeah. hot and sweaty over the weekend. Like no amount of wet wipes can clean you up. Festival showers don't work. Yeah, it was definitely a hot and sweaty one. And yeah. Jim, obviously you wasn't at National Asia Festival, but you, equally you did have yeah, a busy weekend. feel like I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the smell that's just coming through virtually, huh? No, no. I think <laughs> pretty much if you turned on Facebook over the weekend, you got a virtual fucking tour of that event. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody seemed to be virtual, playing Airsoft. Yeah, what I heard it was a virtual <laughs> tour yeah. of the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just constant uh, pictures oh. of everyone's beers all lined up, and yeah. <laughs> it probably held like the world record for the number of selfies taken at a single day. <laughs> Surprised the internet didn't fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt really bad for not putting a lot on social media over the weekend. I mean, I no, my thank Facebook. you, Graham. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, great that nobody would have missed anything. It's everywhere. Um, where are you this weekend, Jim? Uh, there were more events than just NAE on over the weekend. <laughs> there was, there was. Um, but I was down at Ace Combat, which was a really nice, relaxed, chilled atmosphere. They were sort of at full capacity as they normally are, and I just got to sit out in the sun and pedal some yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, I'd say it's yeah. been a scorcher this weekend. Mm. So, I think they set a record hottest temperature for an August bank holiday, didn't they? I would say bank holidays normally yeah. mean rain, so uh, it has been nice. Um, and it looks like everyone else seems to be jumping on getting uh, Mackie D's after <laughs> NAE. Oh, yes. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be reporting record profits, I think. <laughs> I just didn't fancy the 45-minute wait for a fry-up again on the Sunday. Yeah, that was a bit soul-destroying Saturday morning. It's the paper yeah, um... fucking straws. That's the bit that does my head in. Mm. It, it, it... Well, no, the, the breakfast queue on Saturday, it was the fact that we got there and it was like, me and Graham get our numbers 89 and 90 and then they called like 57 or something yeah. like, oh, we've got a long time till our food turns up. Yeah, I was going to say the, uh, the queues in that front was pretty good. But um, before we go into that, um, obviously it was NAE. Jim, you've been to one before, right? Many moons ago. Many moons ago, huh? Yeah. Uh, Sarah, this was your... Second or first? Yeah, my second. Yeah, I went Your two second. years ago. Yeah. And you went to play, although you didn't play. Uh, Jim, I presume you played at the other one that you went to. Oh, yes. That was a fuck yeah. fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was my second. This is the first time I went camping only. Um, and uh, two years ago, I went as a player. And then Andy, someone who's been yeah. against it for many years of discussions. Yeah. Um, so I remember two years ago trying to convince you to go then. Um, you went for your first ever time this year. I, I did. Um, um, I did so play. However, you did play. I, I need to get it out there now that I only played for two hours. Otherwise, Chris and Tag are going to destroy me if I don't get that in. <laughs> I, I, I think you probably still beat the average from most yeah. players from that well, weekend. Yeah, they were saying that people were coming in after about forty-five minutes, weren't they? 
That is an expensive ticket. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, on the Saturday morning, when all the players were filtering out into the field, um, not everyone went. Everyone was still waiting for food. They were still having drinks. Everyone was taking the time. So I think when the actual game started, not everyone was there anyway. You just described every airsoft event ever. Doesn't <laughs> the NAAs, like, no one was there on time. Everyone was late to the safety brief. The burger van still had a queue. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's, it, it was a very laid-back event. And I think because of the heat as well, it was even more laid-back. Everyone was flat on their faces. Yeah, and I'm not surprised <laughs> you had people coming in after about half an hour with the way some of them went out in their loadouts. Like, some of them were just, you're going to die. You You yeah. really... Greg was saying to me I'd die because I had my plate carrier and that was it. And I stupidly forgot to take the harness for my um, VX system. But hey ho, you live and learn. I've got a, a chest rig today, so I'm prepared for next time. <laughs> uh, you got to wait a whole year. year. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, exactly. your fucking rain next year and like be like hypothermic? Yeah. Well, apparently, what? it did last year, didn't it? It was completely rained off. Mm. Yeah, I think it was last Sunday was the, the worst day of it all. But for anyone who doesn't know about National Airsoft Festival, it's probably worth starting there. Um, yeah. It is the kind of the annual event run at Ground Zero. It is the largest event in the UK for Airsoft. Uh, this year, we were looking, I think it was around about 2,600 players had yeah. kind of signed up. Uh, let's share my screen here. And just show a video in the background here. So you're talking about 2,600 people there camping, playing, drinking, and socialising. Um, Andy, as someone as first time going there, yep. without describing your experience from this year, what was your thoughts going into it, and what had you heard? Because I think this is always the interesting one of what hear people hear yeah. prior to the event. Well, all you hear, uh, we've all seen the stories about it online, I'm sure. Uh, If you haven't, you will. All you hear about the gameplay is that people cheat nonstop. Um, But then again, I suppose that could describe any other game day you go to. You're always going to find it, to be honest, aren't you? Um, So you you hear all the horror stories about the gameplay. People say go for the social because that's what it's all about. And to be fair, yeah, the social is spot on. Um, But I've got to be honest, I actually sort of enjoyed the gameplay side of it as well for the two hours I was out at a laugh. Tim abused me for not staying out longer and coming in and getting an ice cream to cool down. Um, but yeah, like like you, you hear all the horror stories. So I was going in, I thought, well, I'll take my kit to play. The worst that can happen is I go out, have a crap time and then just go back and get drunk anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good experience. Uh, it's well run. Uh, haven't been there now. Um, the organisation and the background is spot on, to be fair, uh, when like booking in and stuff. So, yeah, I'm trying not to go into too much detail, otherwise I'll give everything away at the very start <laughs> of the episode. No. Generally, for this event, everyone arrives on the Friday. It's a case of yeah. pitching tents up, socialising, a big second-hand sales area. People mm. just everywhere selling stuff. And some people I've seen was selling... You know, several grand's worth of take or several grand of, of sales they took over the weekend, which was awesome yeah. to see. And then obviously you have the signing in process, which was relatively smooth. Mm. Um, I'm sure Jim's seen some horrendous signing in processes from the sites you've been to over the years. Um, but I mean, for t- you know, two thousand players coming in there, uh, I don't think we really saw the queue 
any longer than about an hour tops yeah um, which would seem long but over a space of a, over a, you know a day it's not actually that bad yeah. um chrono in so people queued longer than they played yeah, <laughs> well, in some cases, probably, yeah. I did, um, I was told that later on in on the Friday, people were queuing for an hour to sign in. Uh, um, but when I got there, sort of 11 o'clock, there was a huge queue for the others. There was like a few couple of people for Delta and Bravo. And then someone said to me behind, are you and the others? And I said, yeah, and he'd been in the wrong queue the whole time. So... <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, but it's yeah, like me, me and Andy for the for the breakfast in the morning. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. We, we just stood there for waiting for breakfast to wait to get to the uh, the front, and the guys were standing there in front of us, and we didn't realize they'd already paid and had a number which they're waiting to be called at. Yeah, and we kind of got like ten minutes in. And I'm saying to Andy, I'm like, I don't think we got the wrong number because nobody's got, uh, got the wrong queue because nobody's going to the till yet, and they turn around like. Yeah, we're not in the queue. We're just waiting for our orders. We ordered this, like, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Um, the other thing, chronoing. A lot of people, well, some people say it just took as, as quick as a minute to go queue in, uh, to sign in. I did. I suppose it doesn't depend on when you got there. Um, yeah. You obviously got 2,000 people over the Friday or Saturday yeah. morning. Um, chronoing as well. Obviously, they do chrono all your guns using their ammunition. Um, again, it's one of those things that, the queue didn't seem that bad, and they were pretty quick on it. And I always think it's impressive to see a site do, you know, chrono 2,000 players, yet a site can't chrono 50 players and say it takes too much time for their, to their marshals to do it. But the guys seem to just now through that. The only thing I would say, they don't account for dual creep on sniper rifles mm. or, or HPA builds or anything like on that respect. Yeah. You are just chrono with a point two. And I um, think I took a couple that were a little bit on the warm side out of something that was full auto on the Saturday. Uh, less bruises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally just walked into the chrono, to be honest. And that hmm. was, yeah, but I went straight after signing straight to the chrono, walked straight in. I mean, but you, they were being really down, quick with it. So, yeah, you come down with yeah. me, Graham, didn't you? And um, I think, really, we were chronoed and, and signed in within the space of about 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly, so yeah. Yeah, it took me longer to sign in. I was, I'm signing in, camping only. So I know I'm not getting all the kind of the goodie bags, the stickers, the patches, the hats, or yeah. anything else. All I'm doing is going there, getting a wristband. And I stood in the queue, and there was two people in front of me, and I was like, great, this will be quick. And then the guys in front went, yeah, we're from team. I can't remember the team name. And she went, okay, how many of you? And he's like, 36. And there's literally from outside the queue was a group of people. And they all walked over. And I was like, I've gone from two people to 36 people in the queue. And then it was like, are you paying all by cash or by card? So now you've got 36 people <laughs> holding cards and cash and waving it all around. And it's like, holy crap, what I thought was going to be two people in and out of the queue was a heck of a load longer in that respect. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> um, and they're all in the queue going, oh, look, I've got my cap, I've got my patch, I've got this. And I was like, just get out the way. I just need a wristband so I can chill and open up a beer. Um, but like, we were sitting there, people there was are in the in the area now saying that it took them. Some people are quick on the chrono. Some were definitely a lot longer on the chrono. Some people walk straight in, so it's kind of good to see here. Um, and so there's been feedback of people saying the chrono seem to be a little bit lower than our, their usual chronos. I think you're kind of always going to get that with these type of chronos that are used. 
especially if we don't know what the battery power is like, because they seem to be very uh, dubious on different battery powers. Mm. Jim, you've used a lot of chronos over the years. Do you find that? Is this yeah, something about you? Literally, sometimes you just have to turn them off and, and reboot them as well. You know, you put enough shots through it, and it just seems some of them seem to start getting a bit confused, and you get sort of different um, readings out of them. And yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think any system's perfect, so yeah. No, that's it. I've got my my Ace Tech here, and whenever I use it, I always plug a battery in the back so it's fully charged, one hundred percent. So I'd, at least that's some sort of accurate reading to me is the fact that I always do that with every time I use it. Um, I mean, where possible, I try and use two chronos as well because yeah, that can make a massive difference, and especially if you're not sure, like if you've just done a build or something like that, and you're not sure what it's doing, it's it can be um, yeah. And some of the older chronos as well just don't account for different weights, different um, you know joules of energy, and all that sort of stuff as well. So also as well, I don't know because I know it matters what weight you're using. They never asked me what weight I was using before I used no. the chrono. So there's all different weights going through it because they weren't, well, they didn't ask me, so I just assumed they weren't bothering asking anyone. Well, that's it, that they chronoed with 0.2s, didn't they? Everyone got chrono with 0.2s. So they're mm -hmm. checking that you're below 350 FPS or whatever on a 0.2. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that dual creep could have easily brought it up on for certain builds for sure. Yeah, um, but, you know, with 2,000-plus players, it was it's pretty seamless. To think four years ago they weren't chronoing at all, um, it's a step in the right direction for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, it's no mean feat getting 2,000 people through a chrono. No, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, we've all been to events where they've gone, ah, oh, don't worry, we're chrono on the field, we're spot check, or it takes mm. too much time to chrono in the morning. We've got to get that first game out of the way. Yeah. Um, so that was I, I, cool. I, I won't say when and where it was. But I was at the site once, and, and the site owner was so pissed off that the chrono was taking so long he literally picked up a customer's gun pointed it in a safe direction to fire and he went yeah that's fine gave it to the <laughs> it was like yeah wow. i can pretty much just do it by eye you know <laughs> okay uh. yeah and that's it um but uh, on the whole i i think the process was pretty well done i mean obviously friday nights pistol night pistol and shotgun nights um, I know a lot of people didn't even bother with that. A lot of people don't. It's just social straight from there. I mean, game day starts on the next day. Um, from a social point of view, um, obviously, a lot of alcohol goes through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest comments that I, I tend to make and get given to me is alcohol and airsoft don't tend to mix. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm very much waiting for a certain person who didn't go to the show to be using this as a reason why they don't go to the show. Yeah. Um, what's everyone's thought on this? Because obviously you don't want to be kind of the boring one to say we shouldn't have alcohol, but equally people shouldn't be on the field completely rat-assed, you know. Uh, what's everyone's thoughts on a social event that does now obviously include Airsoft and, uh, you know, playing on the field the next day? Who wants to start? I well, guess I've drawn a short straw there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's don't be a dick. You know, you've got to know your limits. You know, there are some people who are absolutely smashed, paralytic, everything. Um, I won't name names. Graham had to save certain people. Yes, we weekend. won't mention names. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
at the end of the day, yes, there's going to be people drinking. We've been to events before where they've allowed a little bit of a barbecue and a few beers in the evening, but they say if they feel you're not fit to play the next day, don't play. But at the end of the day, you're relying on something that is honesty-based with Airsoft in general. So it's playing knowing that they're not fit enough to go out in the field. Um, let's be honest, I was umming and ahhing at first, but I figured out I was all right. And you guys would have said something to me if I weren't anyway on the Saturday morning when we got up and I got kicked up ready to go. So it was like, let's go. Uh, I feel fine. Uh, I can walk in a straight line, just about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really and truthfully, you've got to know your limits at the end of the day and just don't be stupid with it. You know, if people start abusing it, it's going to get the airsoft taken away and then there won't be any more NAF. Jim, I know you've done many social events and I'm sure there have been many a beer shared before I saw. What's your thoughts on it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's teetotal. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, vodka in that. <laughs> now, now, now I look like the alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't have an issue with it at all. Um, and I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I haven't played with a steaming hangover and... Yeah. You know, in the past, you know, we all do stuff that's maybe a bit silly. Um, I, I just think that like, you, the the problem you get with it is that there will always be people that take it too far. There's always that one person that ends up having to be scooped up off the floor. And I think sometimes sites should maybe put a bit of a limit on how much that social goes on. I mean, like, about, oh, I don't know what time the bar's closed at, um, at NAF or if they closed at all or, or what the what the deal was with it, but you'd hope that anyone that's running a sensible event would turn around and go, right, you know, enough's enough. But then obviously it doesn't stop people bringing their own and sitting in their tent like a little sado getting drunk. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, I just, I don't understand the whole NAF thing of of people that just go there just to get pissed. It's like we invented these things called pubs and nightclubs for that. Um, Yeah. There are people that literally I've heard, come up to me and go you know i'm going to nae and i'm going to get pissed like surely you're going to go to nae to go and play airsoft and then if you're too rat ass to go and play airsoft then what's the point of going yeah even then you can sort of sober up by the middle of the afternoon anyway couldn't you and get out and still get some airsoft in rather than just thinking do you know what i'm going to do start again Take some man the fuck up pills and get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but the sole reason for going is just to go and get drunk. That's the bit that, that baffles me. Well, uh, obviously, I went not to play at all. I wouldn't say I went there just to, to get smashed and <laughs> forget my name. Uh, for me, it's, it was the, this definitely the social side. But there is an element of knowing I'm going and all my budget instead of playing was on booze. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get the fact that you can obviously take that anywhere. Uh, Sarah, what's your thoughts, especially for, since you two were on the field um, or going on the field to know what your thoughts well, were? And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, well, drink happened, you know. But um, personally, I can't actually play if I've had a skinful the night before because I just won't play. Well, I know I won't play well enough uh, to actually enjoy it and I'd get ratty pretty quick. Um, when I spoke to one of the organisers, he did say that, He's not entirely happy with the fact that the drink goes on all day. But what what at what point do you start telling people you can't drink until a certain time or until after the game's over? 
um, when people have come literally just to socialise and meet people they maybe mm. have only known online or only speak to or only see, you know, once in a blue moon. Um, yeah, I was going to say, their, their bar was serving shots at 10am the next morning. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. ordered a slushy Jager bomb or something well, like I that. I feel really bad for serving alcohol. How many shots would you like with that? Yeah, but it, it, it's the personal, you know, check yourself. Do you know what I mean? If you're falling yeah. all over the place and you're trying to get your chest rig on and you're trying to fucking load your gun, uh, you're going to get noticed and you're going to you're going to mm. get told by a marshal, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Go and sit down I think, somewhere. I think there's a difference between playing hungover and mm. playing pissed. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you are still drinking and going out and playing that, I don't know, it should just be a big no-no in general. You know? Yeah. This is the yeah. thing, but unfortunately, when you've got so many players there, it's a tough thing to enforce as well, isn't it? Because short of breathalyzing pretty much everyone who steps onto that field, which is not a bad shout. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just the it's the it's a good it's a idea double chrono. Theory. It's it's the uh, <laughs> double chrono. <laughs> Can you point into this Funny, and blow into this? <laughs> your your breath needs to be point two grams to pass. I'm sorry, you're 1.4, Jules. You can't play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know uh, one airsoft girl. She was planning on playing the entire time she went to the, the shotgun game on the Friday night. She played all day Saturday. She played all mm. day Sunday. And I was with her and we were all drinking together and she was not going for it. She was being sensible with it. So there are those who want to play all day every day and they're not gonna they're not going to get smashed with it. Well done. Yeah. This one's to you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think that I think Jim said that perfectly. If you're drinking of an evening and then playing next day hungover, it's more acceptable. Mm. If you're having a shot and then going out on the field, the site should have been cutting that one off. And I'm sure yeah. they have. I'm not saying they didn't, but mm. I think that's a good way to say. It. And you know, Ian Maxwell just said if you're drinking and there's no gaming. Like Gaz Perkins said, once you start drinking, you shouldn't be able to pick up a riff. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, if you're at the bar and you see someone fully loaded up with their kit in the morning, ready to go out, and they're like, yeah, can I have, you know, three shots of uh, Zambuca and a slush puppy to go, please? Maybe that would be a totally different situation, you know? Yeah, we don't talk um, about Zambuca. <laughs> Tim Matthews is saying it was more concerning was the heat, the booze. And then people going down because they weren't drinking enough water. Obviously, that is definitely something to be wary of mm. uh, for the people who so, were steaming. So one of the things I'd suggest with all that, though, and it's a really simple fix, and they do it in the States when you, you go onto like, ranges that have got bars on there. And when you book in, they give you a wristband. And the moment you go to the bar, if you order a drink, they cut your wristband off, and that prevents you going back on the range. Mm. And that's like the simplest way of stopping stupid behavior like that if people have had a drink then they shouldn't be going out and playing yeah. and the person behind the bar who's like without getting too sort of you know into it but that person that serves you is the person that's responsible at that point for yeah. your condition and they should turn around and, and take your your player band off and prevent you from playing yeah i mean that that would work perfectly if you were at an indoor arena or an event like that when you're at a festival when, you know, at our tent, we had 40 beers waiting in a nice, cool icebox. Good job, oh, Andy. Yeah. Um, well, that was, um, I've, shit, I've left that outside, actually. The box was yeah. tired out. <laughs> but that, that wouldn't stop that, would it? You would never no. be able to control what you're drinking outside of the arena. And yeah, so... but then a marshal standing at the arena gates should be able to sort of 
speak to someone and go, I think you've had a drink. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you're very much all over the place as you're walking yeah. through. Um, I mean, anyone that turns up with a HPA gun has clearly been drinking beforehand. Were <laughs> <laughs> they bought it, was it or was that when they're going to play no, with it? No comment. I, I already feel like I'm, someone's going to make a video of this one where it's like, Jim says drinking is allowed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some fucking useless YouTubing cunt. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a fight. Well, I, thought, I thought Sarah was the savage one. <laughs> Why? I didn't Mate. do anything. <laughs> you should see me when I've had my nails I was, done. I was quite now. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> can, can anyone else smell bullshit right now? <laughs> <laughs> if you're offended by the comments in today's show, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, though, it was nice to see random guy Kev joining us in the bar, flying all that distance from America just to come and have a beer. I know. No. <laughs> We've even got photographic evidence. So it, it's a, it was on Instagram, so it clearly happened, and it 100% wasn't photoshopped. Yeah, everything <laughs> on social media is the total truth, you know. <laughs> I've got, I've got to say though, for the fact, I mean, we were at the bar a lot of the time. Not, not saying there's a problem or anything like that, <laughs> but we were definitely there. We were definitely there more than the average person, I would say. Um, <laughs> and we left there pretty late both nights. Um, it was pretty well mannered, hmm. I'd say. I don't think there was anyone to the point, you know, I was a bit worried when they started lighting the fires outside. And I was like, how long until we see some airsoft? I think they can jump, you know, the ring of fire oh. across the camp. <laughs> um, but it seemed to be pretty well behaved. Yeah. See, my brain goes a different way at that point. I'd be like, right, when does the lipo come out? <laughs> always some dickhead you know? yeah when, when's the next can of gas going on there yeah exactly i've got this co2 capsule boom apparently a can of gas did actually explode but someone yeah. left yeah, one, it out someone left one in their tent um and it heated <laughs> up to the point it went off yeah there's a there's a video in the uh in a few of the facebook groups already of what was left after the can went off in his tent through his table and Left a bit of skin on the outside of the uh, on, uh, outside on the, of the shelf. Well, it shows how hot it gets inside those tents because I left my uh, case and all the labels have sort of started peeling away, haven't they? All the labels that New Pro glued onto it have started to come away, where it was just in the sun a little bit, and it was just in the tent. It was hot. Yeah, what's so, worse, those New Pro guns also melted away as well. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's nothing daddy. wrong with him. <laughs> Someone make a video out of him. Will all that? Yeah. Someone make yeah. a video out of him. It's all Graham's fault. There goes the Yeah. I mean, you've got enough things going on at the moment, anyway. With your <laughs> appearances. But um, on top of the social, obviously, there was for this year. What was the biggest thing? I didn't even get into the arena before, into the, the main area and sign in before one of the players approached me and was like, have you seen the marquee yet? This year was the first year that uh, Zero One didn't occupy the main marquee with their entire shop, essentially. So ahead of the event, they break down their main shop, set it all up in the huge marquee. And um, it's like a paradise for impulse buyers as soon as you walk in the tent. Yeah. Whereas this year it uh it was rather lackluster, and a lot of people were very much 
you know, disappointed that it was happening. At least we knew ahead of time. Uh, Sarah, you've been before. What was your thoughts on on the fact that there was only really uh, one small wall of guns on the, on the whole route on the rail there? Um, well, when I went last time, obviously they had the big tent, and it was something else to do. Yeah. Other than you know, get on the beers, but uh, <laughs> it, you know, it was just another thing. It was like, what should we do? Well, we'll go around the shop again. Um, I mean, I didn't necessarily buy much, but it was just nice to, you know, walk about and discuss all the different guns on show and, you know, maybe look to, you know, or maybe that will be my next buy and get it in your mind about it and see it. And that's the first time I saw one of the miniguns, um, yeah. which I'd really wanted to see. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, it was a bit sad just walking in there and it was just like a quarter of what it was the last time I went. So um, I hope they bring it back next year because, you know, it's something else to do and it, it just makes the weekend a bit more interesting apart from playing and drinking and a bit of eating on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Andy, you obviously you haven't seen it previously, but what was your yeah. thoughts when you went in there? Obviously, what was weird, they had it all netted off this year. I don't know if it was, they, I think they were saying it was a security reason so no one could come in and steal stuff of an evening. Mm. Uh, but what did you think? Uh, I mean, it said it was consumables that were on sale, so I was a bit surprised to see that they did have riffs on show in the first place. Right. Um, but, I mean, like, like like we were discussing just yesterday, if there had been a shop there, I probably would have ended up buying something and walking out over there with a with a new riff of some kind. So, beneficial yeah, for my wallet. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> you know it, Sarah. Yeah. I, I, I've got a bit of a problem at the moment where I can't walk into a shop and leave without something. <laughs> well, I, I think that in itself tells us that we'll find out whether next year zero one they've lost enough money on the day to justify bringing it back in there. Unless yeah. a load of people order this week and they go, oh well, everything's here in the shop and now we're ready to sell. Yeah, because um, this was the thing they did have the online, well, they did have the computer that you. Could oh, go they had a sad with. old little Dell in the corner of the marquee where you could buy things and they deliver it to you. It was a small little machine. I was like, it was like a queue of two people sitting there. Um, I really would like to say that I don't think that'll work. James is saying it's because they were setting up their new shop. But I think there's an element of it takes them days to break down a shop to bring it there or to bring all the stock there then days after to bring the stock back. I mean, that's a lot of time, potentially a lot of lost orders um, if you haven't got it there. But yeah, as he's right, there is the uh, the new shop starting as well, so that could also be uh, a, a way thrown into mm. it. Um, and then obviously, but beyond that, we did have for the first year Viper were there actually selling, yeah, um, yeah. which was kind of new to Viper. Obviously, they they used to sell into traders and to retailers essentially mm. um, to actually jump in and sell to the players. Um, but Andy, obviously, you've now got two loadouts. Yeah, soon to have four. Soon to have four loadouts of Viper, the new VX <laughs> yeah, stuff. The VX stuff, which I've got to Fair say enough. is good. It's a really good system, and I, I absolutely love it. Um, I've got them just the other side of them, actually, but, yeah, they're great bits of kit. Um, I'd say my, mine's on the wall there, right behind yeah, me. My, mine is that way somewhere. So, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love the kit, um, and just I'm, I'm telling people to buy it all the time at the moment because... You know, it's so versatile, and it was. I mean, the only reason I really got it in the first place was because 
I needed something for the Ronin mags, TK45, because there's not a lot out there you can get those mags into. Mm. Um, and funny enough, when I was at Combat UK buying it, they, they said, uh, just have a look and see if this works for you. And I was like, well, that's perfect for what I need. And then, of course, I decided to go all out. And I do regret not taking the harness for the weekend because, as, as Graham can tell you, I came off, I took that plate carrier off, and my T-shirt was drenched. It was like... <laughs> It's like I jumped in the the paddling pool that was just on the way to our tent on the way yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was good to see them there and actually selling stuff because, like you said, when you see them in the past, it's just been a stand going. Yeah. Oh, this is our stuff, and I've been to events that they've been to before where you don't see a lot of people go over to it. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they're actually there showing off the kit, saying, "Yep, have a look," and then you've got people walking around with it as well, which is sort of like walking advertising. Yeah, I would say Viper, Viper's been worn by loads of players over the weekend. It's great to see a lot of people really enjoying yeah. the new utility rig. Um, Jim, as someone who sells Viper, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on the loads out this year? Well, I did have to go and buy a set, didn't I? Ah, um, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I bought, I bought it back in May. Um, I've got the V-cam set, the same as what you got hanging on the door there. And it's wicked stuff. It's, you know, it's a step up from their older stuff. And, you know, it's just... It's really good. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like you can't say enough about them, but also you don't want to say too much because it's just one of those things where you want to put it in someone's hands and go wear it. See what yeah. you think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no one believes you how good it is until they actually do, you know, wear it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And the price point is just yeah, amazing. That chest rig for like under thirty-five quid is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't agree. I think Sarah, you're also rocking the, the utility rig as well, the chess rig as well, aren't you? No, no, my husband's got it. <laughs> oh, sorry, your rig's yeah. got it. Yeah, no, he wanted something to fit his uh, Evo mags. Oh, Evo, yeah. That so was he wanted, yeah. So those in third. <laughs> I love the way you say Evo is such contempt. <laughs> it's no. just like, oh, Evo. <laughs> <laughs> Over the whole weekend, I kept saying Sarah had the Evo, and it's like, nope, that's my husband's. So even yeah. she's distancing herself from the Evo at that point. <laughs> Have you, Richard? <laughs> um, so he's in the chat there. Um, but yeah, obviously, so this year we had Viper in there. Uh, S of Action had their just stand as usual. Um, take from Kynix Customs were there. We had Contact Coffee there. A lot more little stands, but not a huge amount. You know, there wasn't a lot there. The market itself looked kind of empty because a few of the stands were in there. Actually, we're like, given the heat, we'd rather set our own stand up outside and get some fresh air. Um, So it was cool to see some stands there, but I do think that what I noticed from two years ago the atmosphere around the outside area was kind of lacking, unless it was the evening when everyone was at the pub or at the, the food counters. Around outside that tent, especially in the morning, in the morning of the game day, when everyone would be buzzing, ready for uh, the game brief and start the day with um, Rich or H doing the announcement, there was no real central focus where that marquee sen- tended to be. Uh, that kind of centre point where everyone would go there in the morning, have a look around before waiting for the the reading, and we're already seeing a chance of others in the chat there from Lee. <laughs> uh, obviously, the winners for the event. But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. There wasn't a terrible amount of hurry up and let's get out there and do it. Um, 
Mm. So yeah, it, it. I don't know. If, maybe it's just because it was hot and everyone was hungover. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but let's be honest. That every other airsoft event you go to, there's never any sort of real hurry up. Let's get going. It's well, like having cats into a bag. I don't know if yeah. it's because I was actually, you know, determined to play last time. But I remember there was a lot more excitement than than this time. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely. Um, I think Kim spoke about. It, he's like the the vibe was missing. Mm. around the stalls area there was just something lacking and I, I think that's perfectly we're saying that one there is like yeah we last or two years ago there was a lot of chanting a lot of excitement yeah. where this year maybe the heat already sucks it out of everyone <laughs> before they even got onto the field um but overall i, I must say i think organization wise the event went well food wise and the social side was absolutely amazing great to finally spend some time with you sarah and chatting with you um catch up with andy again after mm. um Seen too much of you in Scotland the week before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a big shout out to plenty of players who have come over to us. We also had Tim, his family, and Seamus, who we were camping with. Yeah. Um, what's really cool, the amount of players that you haven't seen, or I haven't seen for years, coming up and chatting. Yeah. Um, and we had some fans of S of Radio coming over to us, especially in the pub, wasn't that right? You so, know, no one's a fan of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you're becoming a favourite a favourite host of the show, Jim. I doubt it. I just, they just don't want to tell yeah, you you're, you're, you're in the top three of the hosts of this show. <laughs> Damn it, I'm going for number four again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will say it was fantastic to meet a load of players. Uh, spotting Airsoft Nation patches, which was very humbling and appreciated around the, uh, around the, the safe zone, which was awesome. And then we had Attack Sense. Sorry. It was Attack Sense um, who had their newer targets out there, mm. which I think, Jim, I think we should have a word with them and try and um, get some on the show to, to show them off. Because uh, have you seen them yet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I wouldn't show cool. seen them on the show. Yeah, they look cool. They look, um, they look like it'd be fun. Yeah, I, they've got some really cool ideas. Um, and maybe we should sort that out about coming on the show for sure. Um, and then the Yukapu guys were there. It was uh, overall a really, a really good event. Um, Sarah, did you get your EG top? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't buy your EG top? Probably I, should, I should have worn mine. <laughs> Just to I say that. Really, in the room. When I set out to go somewhere, I end up bumping into someone and, <laughs> and then I get looking at something else and then I end up somewhere else. And yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was the NAE, not not Narnia, right? It wasn't. <laughs> wow, that's debatable. You know, sometimes <laughs> flashy shots and all that. What did you say? They were doing slushy shots. Yeah, yeah that was like Jager bomb slushies and stuff, Jim. See, it's just irresponsible. This is when you put your hydration pack in under the slushy machine, don't you? Yep. And you just fill the whole lot up. So much as irresponsible as buying shots for the table and ended up getting screwed over yourself because people don't want them. Never, never buy shots for a table. Bad move. <laughs> Bad move there. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> consuming more than us. Um, so what would you say? What would you say? And definitely if you are watching live now, jump in with the chat here. What would you say is kind of the essential thing that for these events to work? And do you think they should be part of the kind of the airsoft community? Are you, are you for the social events, especially on the, the mass size? 
of like the NAEs or the air fests and stuff like that. Mm. Jim, mm. what's your thoughts from someone who's come from airsoft when it was 10 of us in a room who only know each other fight club style, bring a friend along yeah. to what, what we've got now. You know. social. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I, I think it's a good thing. You know, the, the events, like anything that promotes a community is a good thing, but I do think that there's a fine line um, with it where it sort of starts to get out of hand. Um, I get a little bit fed up of all like the sick fancy of it, you know, where it's sort of just kind of like, oh, I'm a, I'm someone of note here that, you know, I have to be very, very careful because, again, otherwise I will just end up with another video. Um, but, yeah, it's just like go to play Airsoft. You know, do, to me, it's got to have that big ingredient into it. You bastard, Graham. <laughs> 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 I wanted to get if they're going to do it, at least do a high quality version. God damn yeah. it! <laughs> Go on, sorry. No, I'm done, done now. Just <laughs> um, I, I've lost the plot completely. Oh, yeah. um, don't think I ever had it, but um, no, yeah, it's just make it a bit more airsoft. You know, and it's it's like the weird thing, like seeing all the social media stuff from the weekend. Is very little of it was actually about airsoft. It was just it just seemed like camping with guns. Yep. Yeah, and it's just that, that's a bit of a a bit of a shame. I think it needs to at least be seventy five percent airsoft, twenty five percent social. Otherwise, you know, just again inviting everyone to come around for a barbecue and leave the guns indoors and just have a laugh that way. And funny, that was my feedback for Airfest. Um, my whole feedback from Airfest was that there seemed to be strippers and free booze, but no airsoft. Um, and what I would say is maybe that's just more of a social media output than actually when they're out on the field, they're playing and therefore they're not taking the photos. Um, but you're, I, I I, think you're right. I was chatting with... Um, so Bill I was talking from, back to this Airfest thing. Are you sure it was Airfest that you went to? And <laughs> yeah. No, no, I didn't go to it. My A-I-R. wife looked at the photos <laughs> and was like, Are you cool this an Airsoft event? Yeah, try blag that you're going away for the weekend again with one one of these photos. Um <laughs> I'm um, down for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go as your correspondent for next year. <laughs> um, I think you're right. We, I think we should say true that there's still got to be the the airsoft element for these. Um, and I think NAE has to make sure they keep promoting airsoft because if we all go for camping, that's a cheap twenty quid ticket as opposed to a ninety pound ticket for playing. Mm. Um, I would also make a suggestion that they don't call it the National Airsoft Festival because every post was, I'm at NAF. You know, yeah. just like, <laughs> oh, what was it, the NAF raffle? I would say, <laughs> you, yeah, you, you had a raffle and it was like NAF raffle, and it was like, okay, that's not going to work. Raffle at NAF. Raffle NAF, I said, sounds like something out of a bloody Dr. Seuss book, don't it? <laughs> and although they now call it NAF, even some of their own promotional posts said NAE, their signposts around the whole event had NAE, except mm. for the odd place. So and even then, ground zero as well, which is yeah, and what I knew it as you know. yeah, yeah. There is definitely a, a mix match of what name it is on there. Yeah, hire um, a guy. Uh, Richard saying, "Is it not NAE?" So it used to be called National Airsoft Event NAE, and then was it about two years ago they renamed to National Airsoft Festival? 
and uh, but they haven't really kind of gone all in on it. And obviously, the site is Ground Zero. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole mismatch of what people know the name as there. And Jay's saying it was a pretty naff raffle, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it was. Yeah. I didn't win. It's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of feedback came from players, and I will come back to to you, Sarah, and Andy, about what you think about these social events. Oh. Um, we'll say a lot of players were saying how, and I won't call anyone out here, but we're saying how ground one uh, zero one seemed to go a little bit cheaper this year on stuff so we had less toilets mm. um from what at least was accounts i hope there wasn't a player counting them before making that assumption but there seemed to def- definitely be less toilets uh there were less goodies in the sign-up bags there were less raffle present uh, prizes um in the pyrotechnics for the game on was like three firecrackers that you'd see mm. on a side yes. of a bonfire night yeah. rather this than anything crazy for me because people had always said to me before like you've got to go just for the start of the game because like the pyro show is amazing and then you see like all the videos from previous years and you're like mm. actually yeah that does look like a pretty good way to sort of get you pumped up get you going get you into yeah. the game uh, the minute they call game on and this year it's just sort of like oh is that it because people are saying like in previous years you scared the crap out of them you're jumping yeah. out your skin and but like, it's just something to behold. And then it was sort of really underwhelming for me for a first time after hearing so many good things about it. Yeah, it was um yeah, it was rather lackluster. So it'd be interesting to see um whether this is something that's happened or whether it's gonna be uh whether there is a, a kind of a cost cutting exercise there. But you also think it's not because there's so many of these events now. That are sort of nipping away, and you know, suppliers and manufacturers are less inclined to keep giving more stuff away all the time because everyone's hitting them up for free stuff for these events and, and what have you. So, sort of, I think it's kind of like law of diminishing returns with it a little bit. Yeah, that's that's a really good show. Mm. Yeah, if they're not, if NAE aren't dipping out of their own pockets, are they? They're probably taking it from, like you say, from these sponsors and suppliers. So, yeah, absolutely, that could make a perfect good point. I mean, we have seen the rise of social airsoft at home sites and local sites and everyone who's building, who's got their own community of players hosting these events. Um, well, yeah, we went to one the week before when you think about it because the depot, I think we were pretty much the only people, I almost said foreigners there. <laughs> we, 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 we were the, the foreigners in Scotland. From, yeah, I suppose we were racially abused within five minutes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, because we were sort of the outsiders from the group, it was like, Generally speaking, they were all regulars at that site, and I think sort of now you're seeing more and more of these events where it'll be like a group, a community that's built up around a group of people or whatever are going to these events now. Are people going to be less inclined to go to NAE or NAF and or whatever they want to call it next year in future? Um, yeah, I think NAF will always be. For, for at least for many years yet the staple of the biggest event mm. in the uk and that's what some yeah. people want that grandeur of the biggest event yeah it's not about i want to go for a weekend event it's like no i want to go to the event like borderlands yeah. is the event of the year mm. um for people uh across the pond um well over in europe i should say um and i think naf will always be there but i do think that these social weekenders from your home site where you know the marshals and the teams and the players and they do host their own events. Um, we'll slowly but surely increase on those. Um, Jim, of the sites that you guys work at and, and maintain, it, 
Do all of them do social events in the year? Not all of them, but um, you know, the Invicta did one this year. Um, I think yep. it was their third one. Um, Reprops are doing their first one this weekend coming, um, which I'll be at that. And they're, they're they're not trying to like duplicate any other event. They're trying to do no. it their own way and, and do yeah. their own thing. And I think like that's good. I almost think every site should have uh, you know some for the regulars. You know, as kind of like a you know, site's way of giving back a little bit, saying thanks for supporting us, and you know, yeah, you know, we are our own little little community within it. Um, and it would almost be nice to see that those sites then take a lot of people to something like NAE, mm. um, and you know, so it's like all the different factions, if you were represented. I think that'd be quite a, a cool thing to sort of aim for. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it does happen. I'm sure there yeah, are. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, that a local site to me, which I won't mention. Uh, sent 26 players up there mm. this year, which surprised me. You know, the site letting their players leave them. Um, but well, then you've as, also got. As this is the throw people under the bus episode, clearly, Graham. Um, <laughs> what, what's the site? Do tell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what was really cool? What was really cool is um, uh, Lincolnshire SF Club. Um, so Ian Lawrence, and he brought his team and these sites and they mm. every year they go down there so not only that you ever actually site operators a site and just saying look we're not running this weekend we're going there why don't you come yeah. along with us um so if ian is watching it was good to see there guys yeah it's, it's and i think you're right it's a, it's a good way to um to have that together yeah, it was it was nice to see uh, Dave and Dazzy from SFGB out as well because like I haven't seen them in ages and it reminded me. Oh, hang on, I haven't been to their site for a while. I need to go back there and, and get a game in sometime. And it was good to chat and catch up with people that I hadn't seen for a while as well on the social side of it. Yeah, yeah, but come on, I bet there was a load of people there as well where he was just like, oh, I really, I, I wish they hadn't have come. This, there this was twenty six for me. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, there was one, there was one in the tent next to me with his bloody snoring going away all night. <laughs> uh, I, I'm looking at you, Tim. <laughs> so, Sarah, Sarah and Andy, coming back to that question before, is um, what do you think makes a good social uh, and your thoughts of NAF? Um, personally, I don't think one huge game works. I don't. Yep. I just don't. I know. Mm you know that it's a game you can dip in and out of all weekend you can play if you want if you don't fancy it but i would personally like to see more sort of smaller mini games for yep. maybe the people that don't mm -hmm. want to do the huge game with you know loads of people um more i know there's a little cqb arena but i would like to see sort of the map sort of sectioned off and maybe have you know small smaller games um because i mean i read the the, the what we, what our team was supposed to be doing the others and it was basically getting voting slips in boxes dotted around the, the map and yeah. of course there were all these other little games of you know get the drugs get the gold that sort of thing how much can you get go and raid the other people's the other teams is um uh, amount that they've got um but i heard there was only 200 slips whereas the actual brief made it look like everyone would get a voting slip yeah. and you could try and get it in that box. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So not everyone could join in in that. And then, of course, if you didn't get back to the commander quick enough, you didn't take part in the mini games. Um, yeah, if you didn't. The special you, missions that were going so on. unless you were quick enough, not everyone probably got to 
join in in all the little bits that from the safety brief that I read and the and the brief for the team um, would seem quite exciting. But if the games had been sectioned up um, smaller, then everyone would probably be able to get 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 stuck in. Um, yeah. So it's um, Brexit though. Yeah, <laughs> get all these voting slips, and then everyone can disagree with it. It's about yeah. kind of swinging election, but there was no mention of who you're voting for. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I like exactly like Brexit. I say Tim Matthews, I presume a, a local to uh, Ground Zero, says that's their thing though. Ground Zero run the Sunday Sunday games roll as one continuous game. And I suppose if you're not local to that site, I suppose it's the same way that Imperium tend to run for a full day. If you don't know that, yeah, but there's not that starts. amount on a normal game day. There's not that amount of players, is there? Yeah. So mm. different. Yeah, yeah different, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I think there should just be more focus on the buying, the selling, and the, the drinking. Because <laughs> I mean, you, go, you can go to an airsoft weekender. Or a Milsom, and it's just airsoft all weekend. There's mm. plenty of those to choose from. We're quite lucky that we've got a lot in the UK. But this, I think, you know, is the big social. I mean, I met so many people I'd never met before, and I was so pleased to meet them. And I probably, if I'd been playing airsoft all day, I probably wouldn't have got to meet them. So, <clears throat> losing my voice now. <laughs> it's it, going. A, that was kind of me two years ago. This year I went camping only for financial reasons, but two years ago I played the whole time, uh, partly because I was uh, convinced by Tim that we were going to win, and we did win for the year. So I was like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. We're going to go and win, win, the, win the battle hard. Um, but you're so right. You're, you do, you're if bravo you do, then. <laughs> that's it. Um, but you do miss from going out from the start of day to the end, obviously you are going to miss some of that social interaction that you would otherwise get during the day. And I mean, the conversations I had um, throughout the day, yeah, absolutely, you do, you could miss that. Andy, what's your thoughts then? As someone who's first time to NAF, will you return? Will you go camping only? Will you never return? Uh, uh, I mean, if we go back to the gameplay aspects of it, I'd been sort of told what to expect before we went, so I sort of thought I'd go with an open mind. I actually, the little bit I was in for, two hours I was in there, I'm going to keep saying it because Chris and Tate will keep having digs if I don't. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yes, you do get the people that don't play by the rules. Uh, you get that at any skirmish day that you go to, though, at the end of the day. There will always be people that are made of Teflon and won't take any of their hits. Um, <laughs> uh, one, one, one thing that did sort of get to me a little bit. It was a little bit confusing. They said at the start of the day, every dead zone you go to will have a clock and uh, water in it so you can keep topping up your water to keep hydrated because of the heat. Um, uh, yeah, but so the dead zone we were in at first didn't have it there. They didn't have any of the clocks of the water, so it was a bit like, well, hang on a minute. They said all this stuff will be there, and it's not. Um, now... You would have been proud of me. I actually started climbing through um, bushes and everything throughout the day, uh, getting into little ambush spots. And to be honest, yeah, I did enjoy the two hours. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, but, I mean, the gameplay is what you make of it at the end of the day. If you go knowing what to expect, you've just got to make the best of a bad situation, really. Uh, with 2,000 people playing, uh, it's hard to monitor everything. Um, 
the social side of it was good. That that kebab shop or whatever they call them, the problem. <laughs> uh, that that's amazing. That's well worth a visit. In fact, no, no, it's crap. Don't go there. I, then I can eat it all. Um, <laughs> I was really disappointed. I wanted a second one on Friday in my drunken state and they'd sold out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there was enough food to, choice to get through there. Um, yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim knows who's there. Because um, I, was, I was running with him and his group for the day on Saturday as well when I, when I was out in the game. Um but yeah, uh, it was nice to come out and get a nice ice cream as well. When um, yeah, I I, I, I think you're, I think you you're perfectly kind of right there. Is that imagine two thousand people at any skirmish point? If you if you go to a skirmish side, there's a hundred people and you do twenty games yeah. there, you're always going to find people that don't call the hits. And it doesn't matter what side you're on, every side's going to have them, whether it's yeah. been purposely or uh, whether it's intentional or, or by accident. Mm-hmm. Whether it's these CQB players that are now playing in Woodland who aren't kind of always used to the same type of gameplay that I definitely think. I mean, it's your first time, well, not first time, but you don't typically play in Woodland sites. Yeah. Um, and I think that can all play a part. But I think in the, in the grand scheme of things, the play isn't bad. I said a couple of years ago, I didn't actually have many bad engagements. If just one, like one kind of edgy engagement where the person wasn't calling the hits but beyond that i thought it was a a fantastic event then should have just gone for a headshot mate that's how it, that all those problems end. <laughs> headshot, headshot everywhere I, w- I would say it wasn't actually me it was more of a guy going i'm going to fucking kill him he shot my son and <laughs> as a guy as the kid was like i'm here i'm here i'm here and kept going until he cried and um, the dad was then going for blood uh, good luck finding them in a big old bush of nothingness. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I don't think you get that many bad agents for the numbers. I think it is typically what you'd get. Yeah. Um, and I think, as as Sarah said in the past, sometimes there's a big cluster of everybody. Yeah. And other times yeah. you're just walking around going, where's my objective? Where am I? Where should I be? Yeah. Where's the dead zone? Yeah. Um, it can You can kind of get lost in that site for sure. I did. Well, I, I did. Oh, go on, Andy. Sorry, I was going to say one thing I would say about the gameplay. If you're going to moan about players who are getting shot at engaging you when they're apparently in the out of bounds area, don't keep fucking shooting them because we're going to shoot you back. They, we, we, we had one of the marshals come up to us at the start of the day saying, You guys are out of bounds. You need to get the other side of the road. And it's like, Well, what's the point in us trying to get the other side of the road? We're going to start shooting back if we're getting mm. shot at as soon as we step out of the dead zone. You know what I mean? There needs to be some sort of clarity around that, maybe like give people a chance to actually get out and get back in the fight before you start engaging them. In the end, we just ended up going the other way and walking off because like it, it just got stupid. You know, we're walking out and we're getting lit up as soon as we stepped out of the dead zone. Yeah. That does sound like every other skirmish I've ever been to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that is it. And that is the point, isn't it? I don't think that's a good thing to say. You know, at the end of the day, um, this is yeah, a game there was 2,000 people and everyone was half cut. So, one thing I did hear as well is that um, they'd never been shot so many times by their own team. So, people weren't even, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious the, with the armbands that you're wearing. So, people just weren't even checking. They're like, oh, there's someone there. Oh, let's just shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone was just getting a bit trigger happy. Which one? The one in the middle. Can't see. Oh, <laughs> oh it's just tree. his head. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. One um, wearing camo. <laughs> it, it, 
it is a pretty thick vegetation site though let's yeah anytime there's any engagement it's not really clear cut he's going to be on a road um you're pretty much fighting vegetation to vegetation from a lot of the areas so yeah i can imagine there is a, a heck of a load of overshooting because you're trying to get through shrubbery and then uh a miscommunication as to who's on what's team um, yeah but um but uh, i i'm glad you had a good time i'm glad that i know yeah. at the end of the event you said to me you had a very good time the social was uh on point and that's purely because you were out with me and sarah i get it even if a certain mr greenwood did offer to sex me several times on the friday night I've got a bit confused when I decided to go, all right then, here we go again. <laughs> like, this has never worked before. <laughs> I, I thought I thought my beer tasted funny. Must Talking Mr. Greenwood will be joining us as a special guest next week, so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to quiz him for more information. <laughs> yeah. um, he loved it. <laughs> well, I'll get his side of the story next, all right. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I'm glad you enjoyed the event, Sarah. Overall, enjoyed the event. Loved it. Yeah, yep. really good. Even if, even though I didn't play, I just, I still loved it. Jim, obviously, I thought the event was amazing, mate. I yeah, thought did you just yeah, you know. <laughs> I say, can we FaceTime you next time, Jim, so you can get a, a close up full full action of the pub? We'll just FaceTime you in the corner. If you FaceTime me from NAE, I will literally pull my trousers down and shit on my own phone. <laughs> That's what you'll get. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you could say ahead of time with a full screen dip for this recording that we're going to have? <laughs> I'm able to reenact it at least twice a day, mate. <laughs> well, for me, I think it's a cool event. Uh, I, by the end of the event, I did wonder whether I'd pay to play or just go for camping again. And there was... Uh, by far more people camping than I ever realised from a social point. Um, yeah. Was it was it the tents that gave it away? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a few. Um, Way. But, but yeah, I mean, I do think that um, there was a lot of people just sitting in their camps, and as you go around and realise it's like you know old friends, or whatever, chatting away, and they go, "Oh yeah, I've not played here for four years. I just come for the social." Um, yeah. And that was definitely a lot higher potential than I thought it was going to be. Um, I do think, as you said earlier on, that we definitely need to make sure that Airsoft still remains a, a key component as to what we're there for and have a Safety focus. Safety in the uh, campsite as well with regards to guns and dry firing or maybe not even dry firing, putting mags in and test shooting. Mm. That, that really well, does I, need enforcement. You need to have a marshal every 20 tents away. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just even just patrolling because, you know, if people are doing it, they're going to keep doing it. Um, if Sarah's tent got shot at or in. Yeah. Right? It did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, we've had it at other sites. We've been to a site before Graham, uh, won't name names, but we've had to end up putting Come our eyebrow on, on and leaving yeah. it on because a Moscart went off in the safe zone, didn't it? Someone dry fired, I mean, a Moscart went off in the safe zone, yeah. Yeah, oh, we had a site recently, yeah, where everyone dry fired in the safe zone, yeah. It was like, I mean, Andy were like, right, I guess, I guess these stay on at all times yeah. <laughs> from the car park to the game. I mean, I mean again, it's just using it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's players using common sense and not being different. <laughs> yeah. I realised I realize the irony of that statement. But... 
Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, even at NAE, um, I didn't bring any of my airsoft kit, but I did bring my iPro, and I wore them pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I knew that, you know, there's always one idiot that left their mag in and put it in their pistol and didn't think about it or whatnot. And then when you got 2,600 people, those mm. one people become a big, small army at that point yeah. of, of people that are going to be causing a problem in the night. That said, though, I don't think I met anyone who was. I don't think I met anyone who was a dickhead at the weekend. You know, the guy. <laughs> just the guys there, yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> Sarah, that was the alcohol talking, though. <laughs> um, but no, it was like um, even the guys who were camped opposite us come over to us and said, "Yeah, just so you guys know, we've got a generator here uh, going off at this time," and we were like, "Oh well, we, we didn't really care, but thanks for telling us, kind of thing." So. You know, it was yeah. that sort of atmosphere, and like, I just loved it. Like for for what I was expecting, I was actually pleasantly surprised with what the event because it was like I spoke to you before we went in, Graham. I was saying basically, you know, I've got to do it the once just to see what it's like. But I'll go back next year. I'm better prepared, hopefully next year. So I might even spend more like two and a half hours out in the field, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I might manage half a day. Yeah. Um, well, you may not be able to play because you're pregnant from Will Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> and incredibly hungover or still pissed. <laughs> Sarah. What? <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> so, Andy, before we wrap it up for, for the night, uh, anything you want to say and what's coming up with the show for you? Uh, personally, just want to thank everyone that made the event great at the weekend. Um, I had a laugh. It was my first time there. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will be back next year. Um, what's coming up with the show? Uh, don't know at the minute. I'm waiting for some people to respond to me, basically. Uh, we've got panel shows coming up at the moment, so we're going to have a couple of them. There's some good topics being suggested by previous guests. Um, James is wants me to pose with his teddy for him as well. He was upset that we didn't do that, Graham. Oh, yes. I just want to get that one out of the way. Uh, but, yeah, at the, at the moment, um, I've got some filming planned in a couple of weeks as well, so the YouTube stuff will hopefully start to kick off a little bit with the kit reviews and stuff. And it's all stuff that I own as well, so people kind of accuse me of being biased when I review it. Um, Are you yeah. going to have your own NAF, NAF episode out? <laughs> Um, <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll probably just use this one to be honest. I release this and then it gets you guys out to more people who maybe don't necessarily yet listen oh, to it. Copyright strike out, <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. But yeah, um, I mean, really and truthfully, the reason I say that is because we've covered everything I was going to say here. I don't see what other ground we could really cover with NAF or NAE or Airsoft Festival National or whatever they decide to call it next year. You know, <laughs> um, I, I'll be interested to see what next year holds for sure. Um, with it, yeah. barrel socks. Oh, can I quickly grab something out of the cabinet? Because I've got an alternative to barrel socks quickly that I've been sent while we're here. I can Go for it. Go for it before you go. Sarah. Um, if he comes back with a cock sock, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Rainbow one. Now, barrel socks were something so, that obviously... Uh, 
before before you go on, uh, based on for anyone in the podcast, someone just asked, should there be barrel socks at NAE, given the amount of dry fire and the stuff that was just happening and what we were talking about? So go on, Andy. What have you got there? Yeah, uh, this has been sent to me by a guy from the States. I've actually got a barrel sock as well, courtesy of uh, Amp Tearsoft. But uh, as an alternative for those Milsim elites, uh, a guy sent me this. Uh, it's called, what's it called? So, trigger Safe. So this uh, is so a trigger guard. Yeah, so it literally just slots on there. Uh, this one's actually made for an AR-15 platform, so it's a little bit narrow, so it's pushing it out slightly, but the, he is working on a 416 variant, and the idea is that you can't really engage any firing modes, and you can't physically get into the trigger anyway, so it's an alternative to the barrel socks. Um, I think yeah. it's a great idea. I just don't know whether... Uh, it'll be interesting to see what people think. I'm going to show it to other people over the coming weeks, but this is the first opportunity really I've had to show people it in person. So I just yeah. wondered what people thought of it. Uh, I, I definitely would like to grab a photo of that and I'll put it on the feed to grab people's opinion of it for sure. Yeah. Um, it's quite dear. I've, uh, I've got a few, if you want one, I can give you one for AR platforms. Um, I've got a few well, spare at the moment. So yeah. Well, be, we'll definitely, we can talk off the show for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's quite dear. I just don't know how many players would actually bother using it. How many sites would mm. bother enforcing it? Yeah. Um, I think, Jim, we had this discussion before about airsoft socks. Yeah, I wouldn't buy any. Just at the end of the day, if you can't not finger your gun and just like, if you're one of those people that's just got to incessantly pull the fucking trigger on it, just go drown yourself in a bucket of piss. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know why people find it so difficult to just leave their guns alone. And like, if you're going to go and test it, go test it in a safe area. You know, just don't be a knob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, is there anything that you'd like to say before you close off? Um, no, not really. Planned <laughs> <laughs> in the future? I'm going to the weekend at Reaper Ops. Oh, this, this weekend. weekend? Yeah, I'm going to be marshalling and camping and probably drinking. drinking. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's that's what I've got coming up. Very cool. Uh, Jim, what you got planned coming up for you? Obviously, I presume you're playing. event. Yeah, perfect. Um, and for anyone who's watching the uh, watching the show on the video there, I think there's a perfect perfect result of people saying about not using their finger on the trigger. Yeah. Um, we're all adults. We should be able to not be able to pull the trigger there. Um, that's yeah, we're all adults that play airsoft. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all adults that play plastic toy soldiers. Gotta touch uh, it. Gotta touch it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and what are you up to this weekend? I I'm on a slight hiatus between the last two who went killing me and my wallet. Um, I have a little end on the way, so I we're Yay. having to have to be very careful at the moment. Mm. So uh, I thought you were looking a bit bigger than normal, Graham. Yeah, man. I, mean, <laughs> I thought it was the Guinness, but we, we, the doctors have clarified it's not the Guinness. So good news, Guinness <laughs> is on the menu. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no games uh, right now being planned. I'm still looking and scheduling for sure. Mm. Um, got some event coming up in December that I'm looking forward to, but I'm hoping to get out a game or two before then. That is us done for the week. Guys, thank you. And girls, thank you so much for watching SF Radio this week. Uh, next week, we'll have Will Greenwood on the show. Um, apparently, he works for ASG or something like that. Not too sure. Um, 
Still waiting for him to rock that Evo. Or we'll find out for next week why. <laughs> Rocking our Evo. But Andy, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, thanks guys. Thanks for having me, buddy. No worries at all. Guys, guys, definitely make sure you check out the Instagram, the Facebook, and the website of the Chairsofter Show. Andy, what's the handles? Go with it. Uh, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show, uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show. And then, yeah, the podcast you can find iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, you've got gopod.me forward slash the Chairsofter Show for other apps that I didn't even know existed. And then, uh, fading out, you can just go directly to the chairsoftershow.co.uk and all the episodes are there. Very cool. Highly recommend it. Very fun podcast. Almost as good as us. <laughs> uh, well, it's so good. You're both wearing the same T-shirt. So yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I Again, like... this needs to stop happening, Graham. We need to start coordinating. <laughs> Very cool. Well, Andy, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys and girls. guys. Definitely go check it out. And we shall see you again next Monday right here on Airsoft Radio. Bye for now. Bye-bye.